Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. I'm your host, Chris Fuller. And I'm Mark Hyde. And on today's episode, we're asking the question, what does it mean to be part of the family of God? Mark, you ready to dive into this one? Gobble, gobble. Let's go. Happy Thanksgiving. I, I didn't hit it. I oh, no. Wait, wait, try again. Happy Turkey Day. Gobble, gobble. Happy, happy football day. Happy get really fat day and not be able to fit in your pants. Ooh, did you see on the news that there's a lot of stores not opening today again? Perfect. That's good. I, you know what? Thank I, you. The COVID did a good job shutting I, down I these stupid stores. Nobody should no. be open on Thanksgiving. Day after Thanksgiving, I don't care. Midnight. You got to go at least till midnight. Like that whole day. But anyways. But I'm the guy where it's like, nah, 6 a.m. We are going to try really hard to get through today's episode with very minimal time. So we're actually, we got two questions we're going to jump into uh, from our Facebook yep. listener family. If and this community. is your first time episode, this is normally not how it goes. No, we're, we're shotgunning. Omaha, Omaha. We're going to try to get the episode started by minute four. <laughs> All right. Well, we're already, yeah, we're already there, but okay. Right. So here we go. So in the Facebook group, this is the third week in a row where we've been talking about banter questions at the beginning from sure. our Facebook group. Um, someone asked, which we've already answered this one, is ketchup a smoothie? We've already we've done that one. Yeah, no. And the answer is yes. No, it's not Yes, the answer is yes. No. We also have answered this one. It is water wet. It's very, very wet. Wet water. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Water is not wet. Water we, has water. I, pr- I proved this to you last episode. That, that water is wet, indeed. and they properties can, are wet. And they can add wetting agents because H2O is water, right? Hydrogen, oxygen. It's different chemicals that then results in water. So it's, it's a, water itself it's a, com- it's a combined molecule that is wet. We have to talk about that one. Uh, here's another one. You should definitely talk about how amazing your wives are. I just they cleaned are. your kids' barf out of so many crevices in the... Oh, oh shoot. Oh, isn't that from you, Beth? Yeah, apparently Mia threw up really bad when they were... They're 40, 40 minutes away Ooh. from her sister's house. Oh, so close. And Beth, Beth traveled... This is the first time I know. Uh, this is the first time. Me, it gets. Uh, what, what, what was what that? that? You see that fly? Yeah. Holy cow, no, that's that a moth. It must have flown in man, when we were that upstairs. Thing dive bomb my it head. Did. It doesn't like you. But uh, yeah, me, Mia gets car sick. Yeah, though, she right? threw up in the yeah, middle so. of downtown Atlanta traffic one time. Yeah. I wasn't there. Uh, she's thrown up other times. I also wasn't there. And then she threw up today, and I wasn't there. So Poor my wife Beth. is the best. But yes, our wives are the best. Because she also left me with a lot of meatloaf and sloppy joe. All right. So we're three minutes in. Let's go ahead and read the review. We're not drinking you coffee. Don't, you don't want to answer what the best coffee you've ever tasted is? No, we're going to save that one. Oh. So. Uh, okay. We're going fast. We're going to go fast. I we'll feel try very to under, awkward. Under five minutes, we're going to start right, this let's episode. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so, uh, you know, if you haven't joined our Facebook page, Real Talk Christian Community, go do that now. That's where all those questions that we just read came from. We put it out to special group. If I think we have 453 people in that group time of recording right now. So, uh, yeah, jump on. Join us for the conversation. Let's do it. But we also have a review to read, We right? do. We're not drinking coffee. We're drinking water. No, we're drinking water because it's wet. It's <laughs> I almost got you to say Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right. Well, this review is left over on Apple Podcasts. Leave your review over there. We'll get you a mini swag bag from C. Edwards 92. It says, soften my heart. When I first started listening to this podcast, I did not want to like you. Okay. <laughs> I was I raised in a your very traditional church setting and just happened to start on the episode about how we dress for church. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah. After initially being frustrated with this, the Lord softened my heart and I realized you both were right. Wow. 
Okay. okay. Um, normally, it's uh, our wives who are always right. Um, <laughs> I'm are. now hooked on your show and genuinely look forward to hearing both of your insights on another topic each week. Keep fighting the good fight. I assure you that you are making a difference. First Timothy 6, 12. Holy crap. That, that was awesome. That's the, Thank you, uh, said words. Said words 92. Said so words 92. Just like always, that. so see Edwards 92. Send us a DM, Facebook, yeah, let us know. text, email, and with your address so we can get you a mini swag bag in the mail. Yeah, let us know your digits. And again, we didn't say this for the past we two weeks. We didn't. I just saw the same but, thing too. But uh, we do have some we, CS Bibles. If you are in we need. We got a lot of Bibles over there. If you're in need of uh, a not Bible, a lot. We're, please, we're running low. Please, no, we got them all up there. Oh, there's too. more over there, too. They're oh, stacked wow. everywhere. Uh, we have lots of Bibles. If you need a Bible, right? If you need a Bible, let us know, let us and know. we'll send it to you. Exactly. Five minutes, let's go. All right. Let's so go. we're diving into let's the conversation. Let's freaking go. We got, okay, calm down. Okay, so get I'm into so the excited amp. that we just actually did it. All okay, right. so this is very, very fast. <laughs> I'm going to shut up now. I feel like we're running a sprint right now. Uh, we're going to talk about today. Yeah, we what, don't sprint. <laughs> what does it mean to be part of the family of God? So for the past couple of weeks, if you've been tuned in, if you haven't, I encourage you to stop this podcast. Now push pause and go back two weeks. My water bottle two, stand up. I'm sorry. The two previous episodes uh, of what? how do we uh, talk about our faith or how With do we... Unbelievers. How do we... Yeah, how do we witness to the unbelievers? And then uh, last week's episode was a very good episode. I enjoyed I it. Being a uh, Christian versus a fan, yeah. like a fan or follower of Jesus, right. disciple versus yeah. just Christian in name. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So um, this is kind of like, we, if you haven't noticed, we kind of follow the sequence. And it's a perfect time because now you know how to witness to your family. You know how to uh, teach them how to be a disciple. And you can teach them how And now it's it time to eat some turkey and take a nap. And you can teach them what it means to be part of the family of God. Yes, Boom. Sir. Like, All right. It's like we prepared you for the holidays. So before we jump in, I have two quotes. Two. Boom, boom. Yeah. Two quotes. The first wow. one I had to do because extra. the first one was a good quote, but it's from Janiel's favorite recording artist, and she's listening Seventh right day now. Seventh Day Slumber. She's probably getting ready for some turkey right now. Uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman oh, says, Seventh Day Slumber. Uh, <laughs> I did nothing to deserve God's love. In fact, I was living as an orphan without hope. Yet God chose to pursue a relationship with me, and through the death of his son Jesus, I was adopted into God's family. And then our boy, Billy Graham, yes, sir. I like how I said our boy, a boy, he knows boy. who we be. He said, if people stumble, we help them get up on their feet. If they veer off course, we urge them back on this journey. We are all brothers and sisters in the same family, the family of God. So what does being part of a community uh, or, you know, being part of the, not a community, part of the family, family of God, family of God mean, uh, is it more than just being part of a community? You know, we talk all the time, find your tribe, be, you know, find a community. We, we hit on this, we hit on this, we hit on this. Yep. Um, but is that all there is? Or is oh. there uh, more to this Christian life that, you know, is there's meant to be? That's actually right? a good question. So a good, 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 good question, good, Fuller. Good, good, good thing. So uh, got questions, our friends at gotquestions.org. Uh, we need a jingle had, for them. Had this to say about Sponsor what, us, please. What does it mean to be part of the family of God? They said... Uh, while Jesus is referred to as being uh, the only begotten Son of God, believers are referred to as children born into God's family who need to grow and mature in our faith, Ephesians 4, 11 through 16, and as sons and heirs adopted into his family, Galatians 4, 4 through 7. So I wanted to kind of read these scriptures that they just quoted out. So Ephesians uh, 4, 11 through 16 says, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, to build up the body of Christ until we reach the unity in the faith and in the knowledge of God's son, growing into maturity with the stature measured by Christ's fullness. Then we will no longer be little children 
which funny, we're children, right? Tossed to and uh, mm-hmm. tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching, by human cunning and cleverness and techniques of deceit. But speaking the truth in love, let us grow in every way into him who is the head, Christ. From him, the whole body fitted and knit together by every supporting ligament promotes the growth of the body for building itself up in love by the proper working of each individual part. So we are more than individuals. We are part of the body and we work together as a body knitted together. Um, Galatians 4, 4 through 7 says, when the time came to completion, God sent his son born of a woman born under the law to redeem those under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. And being you are sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you no longer so you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then God has made you an heir. I love that verse. I love that passage. And that one means a big, I use that one for my kids a lot. I explain what it means to be in God's family because yeah. our family is full of adopted kids. Right. Yeah. And it's perfect analogy for you because you're like, hey, we adopted you. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, I I found myself being able to explain what does it mean to be in God's family sure. so much better to my own kids to say, well, remember how mom adopted you and then I adopted you? What happened when mom adopted you? Oh, we became a Schneider. What happened when I adopted you? Well, we we, we we're no longer Schneiders. We're Hydes. And I'm like, yes. You got it. Same same thing. Same way it works for God. It's like, or, no, but, no, we're still Schneider ladies. I'm like, not according to your, not according to your social security card. Booyah. But, no. All right. So what does it mean to be a part of the family of God? All right. Ooh, okay. So, so does it mean more than to be a community? I would say yes. Okay. To go back to answer that question. Um, there is more than being just in a community because, uh, you can go to and be a fan club and that's part of a community. That's right? true. A biker bunch gang of groupies, is, yeah. bunch of groupies. But there's more to it, right? Because we're not just a community. We're a family. Mm-hmm. We are, we are a family adopted in just as the your girls are all part of your family. They're hides, right? They're no longer Snyder's. They're no longer their previous names. They are hides, which has a, it's a stronger bond than like you and I, we go, Oh yeah, you know, we're friends we're part of this community. Well, but I'm still a fuller. You're still a hide. No, they're hides. We are, we are children of God. Like that's our last name. Children of God. Like Lou. So what is it? (laughs) What does it mean to be part of the family of God? Uh, one, we're grafted or, and adopted. I love that word grafted. Grafted into the vine. We're grafted into the family of God or adopted. So um, Answers in Genesis had this, this to say on adopted in the, into God's family is the title of the article. And it says, as adopted children, we enter into a new relationship with God. Though we were chosen before the foundation of the world, Ephesians 1, 4, we lived as enemies of God up to the moment of our salvation, Ephesians 2, 1 through 2. At our conversion, we were adopted into God's family through Jesus Christ. We have a new identity. And what's our identity? Not just Christians, not just followers of the way, but the The sons sons and and daughters of God. The eternal God is our father. So Ephesians 1, 4 4 through 6 says, Blessed is God and our father of the Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavens and in Christ, for he chose us in him before the foundations of the world to be holy, blameless, and loved before him. He predestined us to be adopted as sons through Jesus Christ for himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he lavished on us in the beloved one. So regardless what you believe about predestination, it says here, he predestined us to be adopted, right? Mm-hmm. We are adopted, and he predestined that to be adopted as sons 
and Jesus Christ yeah, for himself. And, and you know, and, and going into that a little bit, I was actually pulling up the definition of graft. Like, what's what's grafting mean? And it's the same idea. Like, like I had a skin graft done. That's that's sure. that's what one of the definitions. One is a shooter or twig inserted into the slit of a trunk, right. or a stem to of a living plant, part of it. which becomes which it receives sap. Yep. Right. And but another one for medicine is a piece of living tissue that is transplanted surgery. Like for me, I had a skin graft on my my thigh that went down to my ankle. But it became one with my ankle. Right. And the same way when we're grafted into the family, it means we were not a part of it. And not just adopted. And it's not like just adopted. Like, okay, now you have a last name. It's literally infused. You become part of it. Right. You become infused it's with no, it. it. There's no difference now. Right. There's no difference. Which is wild. Yeah. So 1 John 3, 1 through 2 says, See what great love the Father, the Father has given us that we should be called God's children. And we are. The reason the world does not know us is it doesn't know him. Dear friends, we are God's children now. Now, not not in eternity, although we are in eternity, but now we are God's children. And what we uh, will be has not yet been revealed. We know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him as he is. So mm. talking about the future, right? It's like coming of Christ. We're going to be made like him but we can't see him now as he is. But we are right now, right now, God's children, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, what what else does it mean to be part of the family of God? Well, we get to be joint heirs, right? You, you've probably heard this term if you've been around any type of um, Christian circles. <laughs> you, well, we're heirs of Christ, right? We're mm-hmm. joint heirs mm-hmm. of Jesus. And co-heirs of the throne. Co-heirs yeah. to the throne. So That's terminology I like to use. Yeah, yep. so we're going to go through that. So our friends at gotquestions.org said, uh, the term heirs of God emphasizes our relationship to God the Father. As his children, we have an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. Kept in heaven, First Peter 1.4. And we're going to go, uh, maybe not that one, but we're going to go through some of these scriptures. Uh, the Greek term translated heirs in Romans 8.17 refers to those who received their allotted possession by the right of sonship, right? Mm-hmm. Those who received their allotted possession by the right of sonship. It's a right. Uh, in other words, because God has made us his children, we have full rights to receive his inheritance. We are his beneficiaries. Mm. Uh, Matthew 25, uh, Galatians 3, Colossians 1. And I do want to say it's it's the sons and daughters. It's not just for the dudes. Yeah, no, sons is the, is the it's like... The uh, old English, right, you know, yep, exactly. mankind equals so, all people's. What's Romans 8, 16, and 17? Tell us what it says. Tell us what it says. I'm sorry. I'm I'm shotgunning. I'm not really giving. Let's just go, homie. We're going to get through it, and then we can talk the rest of the time. Yep. Uh, So Romans 8 says this. The Spirit himself self-testifies together with our spirit that we are God's children, and if children also heirs, heirs of God, and co-heirs with Christ. Not that we take Christ's inheritance, but we are co-heirs with him uh, because we're his bride. Mm -hmm. Uh, If indeed we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. Um, Galatians 3, 27 through 29 says, for those of you who were baptized in Christ have been clothed with Christ. There is no Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female. This is where we just said it's not just for the bros. Uh, Since you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you belong to Abraham's seed, heirs according to the promise, right? So the promise to Abraham, we are now heirs in that promise. Which is which really is really cool to think about. It's crazy, right? The problem given to Abraham was, you know, his seed will be as many of the offering, and through him the entire world will be saved. And so you think about this as many as the stars in the heaven, right? 
if you apply that now to those that are baptized in Christ, and we're Abraham's seed, we're, we're a part of that. We're, we're part of that now. We are, are, are we are Abraham's seed. Oh, I'm a twinkling in your eye. <laughs> we may not be like <laughs> physically Abraham's seed, but we are spiritually, spiritually. now. Well, that's the new in. covenant. We talked. I referenced it. I mean, I've talked with Soche about this just recently. Is the sign of the old covenant was circumcision, like physical, like. Well, we so get circumcision of the heart now. Circumcision of the heart, which then turns you into what's the true Jew? It's a spiritual Jew. We right. get brought into the family of God. Right, exactly. So Galatians 4, 4 through 7 says this. When the time came to completion, God sent his son, born of a woman, we just read this, uh, born under law to redeem those under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. And it, it, because you are sons, God sent the spirit of his son in our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you're no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son... Uh, God has made you an heir. Again, that ties in with this joint heirship. So I think the question that I think about is, what does it mean to be an heir? Mm. You know what I mean? Like I think, oh, cool, an heir, but an heir to what? So uh, we get an inheritance, one. You know, uh, we just talked about that. So Matthew 25, 34 says, then, uh, then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, right? Who's on the right? Sorry, I was taking a drink of water. The Jesus. King, the king will say to those on the right, so Jesus is on the right, we're on his right. He the, says, the moth is back and it just dive bomb my face again. It just doesn't like you. No, it doesn't. Um, you who are blessed by my, fa my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. So part of our inheritance is we actually get to inherit the kingdom prepared for us from the foundations of the world. Colossians 3, uh, 23 through 24 says, whatever you do, do it from your heart as something done for the Lord and not for people, knowing that you will receive the reward of your inheritance from the Lord. You serve the Lord Christ. So there's some sort of inheritance that right, by so because we're heirs, which is probably eternal life is what we're going to receive. Right. Cause kind of like if my son receives an inheritance and then the question is, okay, because he's my son, right. But then my adopted girls, Ava city, they receive the same inheritance as my physically birth from me son. Right. But then the question is, is what inheritance do they get? Well, they get whatever I leave for them. Right. Exactly. So what inheritance do we get? So the inheritance that we get are these. You like how I teed you up there? Yeah, you did. And so this comes again from our, our I love these articles. This is it's supposed to be a short episode with a lot of articles. You can go read it all later on. Show notes. Gotquestions.org. Got yeah, go to the show notes. So what is our inheritance? Our inheritance is Christ uh, in imperishable. So what does that mean? Uh, what we have in Christ is not subject to corruption or decay. In contrast, everything on earth is, is in the process of decaying, rusting, and falling apart. And we know this happens because of sin. The law of entropy, I'm sorry, Entrop entropy. entropy. <laughs> wow, I just totally missed the end on that one. Um, affects our houses, our cars, and even our own bodies. Our treasure in heaven, though, is unaffected by entropy. Uh, or entropy, I'm sorry. Entropy. Uh, those who have been born again are born not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. First Peter one twenty three. So uh, it's imperishable, right? Uh, we know because of sin and the effects of sin that everything on this world is passing away and decaying. We are in a state of decay from the moment uh, of conception. Really, we we grow. But we're still in that we have a time cycle, right? Our bodies are letting us know that right now. Oh. Since we are when in you our hit 30s. 30. When you hit 30, it starts. You know I wear an elbow brace to bed where I can't bend my elbow because I have elbow issues now? It's great being old. You're not even old yet, bro. Nope. So, but, but, anyway. but so just like everything else, cars, houses, lawns, everything's in decay, right? And so um, part of our inheritance is the things in heaven uh, which are... Uh, 
are not going to decay. They're they're not imperishable, of a seed, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. Unlike those forgotten fruit and veggies in your fridge, get rid of them moldy our things. Our inheritance in Christ Make is room for turkey leftovers. Perishable, right? So, uh, number two, our inheritance is uh, our inheritance in Christ is unspoiled. Mm. So it's imperishable. It's unspoiled. What we have in Christ is free from anything that would deform, debase, or degrade. Nothing on earth is perfect. Even the most beautiful things of the world are flawed. If we look closely enough, we can always find an imperfection. But Christ is truly perfect. He is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. Hebrews 7, 26. And our inheritance in him is also holy, blameless, exalted, and pure. No earthly corruption or weakness can touch what God has bestowed. Revelation 21, 27 says that nothing impure will ever enter the new Jerusalem, nor will anyone who does not uh, does what is shameful or deceitful. So another another part of our inheritance by being part of the family of God is that uh, the things of God are, are uh, holy, blameless. He himself is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners and exalted in the heavens. And we also are going to inherit those things, being homely, holy, made holy, made blameless, made exalted, and made pure. Right. It's kind of like when your milk goes sour. It gets spoiled, spoiled milk. No one spoiled. likes it because it no. stinks and it's, it's awful. And we don't like it. So the fact of it, it's imperishable, it's not going to just disintegrate. Right. And then it's well, we not see, able to tarnish, like and, become spoiled. Right. And we see in Revelation 21 that nothing impure can enter into the the new Jerusalem, the new heaven, the new earth, the the things to come, right? The eternal life. Mm-hmm. That nothing um, that is spoiled or unpure can do that. And so Christ, by being part of the family, part of our inheritance, is we are made holy and pure and righteous. And not through us, but through him, right? So uh, so number three of our inheritance in Christ it's, is unfading. Uh, what we have in Christ is an enduring possession. As creatures of the world, it is hard for us to imagine colors that never fade, excitement that never flags. Flags? Mm-hmm. Red flag. Excitement that never flags. Okay. Probably failed. I don't know. I, probably. I'm trying to understand where they're going with that one, but okay. Or uh, <laughs> or value that never uh, decrepitates. But our inheritance is not of the world. It is glorious intensity that will never diminish. God says, I am making everything new. Revelation 21.5. So that's the cool thing, right? So like shirts fade, uh, you know, roofs fade, colors fade around here. So we're going to see pure, uh, holy colors that never fade. That's a part of our inheritance. Things that, that fade will never fade, uh, which is kind of cool. Oh, so it's a slang term. Uh-huh. The um, never flags is a slang term that says to feel tired. So in other uh-huh. words, you'll never be tired of being excited. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, yeah. So Nice terminology no, there, gotquestions.org. I, I like it. You guys are doing a fine job. Keep up the good work. We're just going to keep you doing your stuff. Uh, and so the last thing, the uh, the number four thing we can inherit, according to gotquestions.org, and then we can just get into conversation about it, uh, is our inheritance in Christ is reserved. Uh, what we have in Christ is being quote unquote kept in heaven for us. Your crown of glory has your name on it. 
Although we enjoy many blessings as children of God here on the earth, our true inheritance, our true home is reserved for us in heaven. Like Abraham, we are looking forward to the city with foundations whose architects are and builder is God, Hebrews 11.10. The Holy Spirit guarantees that we will receive eternal life in the world to come, 2 Corinthians 1.22. In fact, when, when you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit who is a deposit guarantee on inheritance. A deposit. We've been deposited. Ephesians 1, 13, and 14. So those are our four things from our friends at gotquestion.org of four inheritances that we will receive and that we have received as being part of uh, the family of God or being in Christ. So what does it mean to be part of a family? One, right? Uh, we've been sealed. We've been marked. We, we've been set apart. We've been made holy, right? Yep. Even though we don't see the full effects of that now, Christ is is but basically a covering over us that God sees us as this way now. And I've never thought about it this way before, but when when I adopted the girls and, w- and when Beth adopted the girls, we, we, we have a signed, sealed decree that it is right. so. And right. that, and so whenever Beth goes to doctors or... Other things they ask, make sure you, they always say, make sure you bring your adoption decree. Right. Because that states before anybody that this person is who they said they are, and right. therefore they are part of this family. And so it's kind of cool to think about it when when I think about how our family was built through adoption and through merging different families, and we're all come together. Like the hides come from literally four different I mean, even uh, technically, I guess with with Lennox, I guess that's technically from five different family units. Right. Our eight kids are made up out of five different families. So seven different families for your family because you're from a different family. That's true, but we and are we are a family. But you are one. We are family. one family, and so and because of that, the sign of that is the fact that I have said it was so that you are my children. Right. And the judge even said, "Do do you?" I forgot how he worded it, but basically, it's kind of like the the do you agree to treat these kids as your own to leave the inheritance to all things equal. There's no difference between Ellie and Evie and right. Ava, Sadie, Mia, Lucy, Nora and Lennox now. And so there's no difference between all of them. Right. Um, now, obviously like they're different people and they relate differently, but they're, they're, they're hides. And because of that, they get the benefit of being a hide. They get the inheritance of being a hide. But at the same time, this is the other thing too, is now they uh, the, this analogy is going to break down a little bit, but you have to know who you are and whose you are. So if right. you know you're a hide, that means you are my kid. So therefore, this is what the hides do. And this is how right. the hides live. And this is the standard. So our family rule is be respectful. That's so, the hide rule. So that's the standard you set forth. Correct. And you understand the, the the promises that you give to your children, the inheritances you give. But also, your children are no longer from different families. They no. are themselves brothers and sisters and can rely on each other that you are thicker than thick and their names have changed because of it i think that's the thing that we need to remember so much so with coming to the family of god that we are given in the bible even says we're given a new name we're given a new body we're given a new identity we're given a new mind we're given a new heart we're given a new all these different things in the reality of this is the gifts that we get from god and then the question becomes is what do we do with that gifting and you know we it's cool to look forward to the inheritance you know right. in the same way that it's cool for my kids to look forward to the inheritance that they're going to get that's also kind of sucks that means they're looking forward to me dying but you know that's just a reality so i think for us it's it's i, I don't think it's so much where we need to put all of our stakehold on the reality of what's to come 
but we need to remember what we're currently doing right now as being part of God's family and what right. that means for us today. So, you know, I want to land the plane. Okay. I'm going to land the plane. All right. With these, I'm going to answer these two questions. Why does all this matter? And yep. how can we talk to, uh, about this with unbelievers? And that's kind of what I was leaning towards. Yeah. So, uh, why does all this matter? Being part of a family of God is the greatest blessing bestowed upon believers and one that should drive us to our knees in humble adoration. Yep. We can never do anything to deserve it, for it is a gift of love, mercy, and grace to us. Oh, the over. <laughs> oh. Yet, yet we are called to become sons and daughters of the living God, Romans 9, 25, and 26. May we all respond to this faith of his invitation. So when talking to unbelievers about <clears throat> what Christ has done for us, what being a disciple means, to, to tie all three episodes together, which they weren't planned this way, but then what it means afterwards, after you become after receiving the the gift of salvation after starting your discipleship role you are grafted in the vine john 15 like we talked about last week and you are part of the family of god and how can we explain this to unbelievers so when individuals become christians through repenting of their sins and placing their trust in the lord jesus christ they find freedom and family at the moment of their salvation they receive god's holy spirit Romans 8, 12, 17 says this. So then, brothers and sisters, we are not obligated to the flesh to live according to the flesh. Because if you live according to the flesh, you're going to die. But if the spirit you put to death, uh, I'm sorry, but if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all those led by God's spirit are God's sons. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Instead, you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies together with our spirit that we are God's children. And if children, also heirs and heirs of God, and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffered, suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. So if this verse explains, uh, this verse explains that this is not... Um, a spirit that enslaves or makes us afraid. The Holy Spirit brings freedom from the fear of death and liberty from the power of sin in our lives. In contrast, those who do not belong to Christ are enslaved to sin and in fear of death. All will eventually face God's judgment for we are all guilty. And Romans 3, um, 21 through 26 six says this, but now apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been revealed Attested by the law and the prophets, the righteousness of God is through faith in Jesus Christ. To all who believe, since there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. They are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. God presented him as the mercy uh, at the... I'm sorry. God presented him as the mercy seat by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness because in his restraint, God passed over the sins previously committed. God presented him to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so that we, uh, so that he would be just and justify the one who has faith in Jesus. So that's mm. where that means to unbelievers that, that God is just he would be just and justify the one who has faith in Jesus and become part of that family and and becoming part of that family then it gives you the new identity it gives right. you the new spirit it gives you the new longing the new desire the new focus yep. and you know when we wrap up all three of these conversations that we have had I think this is where 
shoot, are we landing the plane for three episodes? We are landing it for, for all three. All three episodes Dang. is if you're truly a disciple of Jesus, that means you're part of God's family, co-heir to the the inheritance that is set before us to run our race well, to to share that good news with other people, to let them also be part of God's family because God God bids everyone welcome. Right now, I mean, we can get into the weeds of the theological systems and all those sure. different things, but at the same time, God so loved the world in this way that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him won't perish but have everlasting life. And Jesus didn't come in the world to condemn it, but that through him, all might be saved. Right. And so when we think about what it means to be part of a family for Thanksgiving, come around the table with something to be thankful for, you know, it, it's kind of like what you said of why does this even matter is it should make us feel stupid humble. Right. Like it should make us feel so humble. The fact of I didn't deserve to be part of the family Thank you for letting me be part of your family, God. Right. Which is which is super awesome. Yep. And the, again, it's something that we can share with each other as brothers and sisters and yeah, co-heirs Yeah, relationship, yeah. And it's something that gives hope to the hopeless. So that's what I, I to like. Say. It. Let's do some fun facts and let people get on with All their right. turkey day. Time for fun facts with February. <laughs> that laugh well bro we we almost made it to only 30 minutes 30 Man, that's 32 pretty good this is the best we've ever done the best we've ever done in a very long time so let's let's end this thing with some fun facts because they got their thanksgiving stuff to get back to yeah. so right, hopefully, what do you got for us today hopefully this is not a yeah another repeat so i will call you out if it is that's i am right. two for two i'm, I'm you got a good memory but let's be honest you're doing all the hard work of finding fun facts for every single episode oh, so goodness. you have the harder work let's just be honest <laughs> all right so the fun fact of the day. It's easy to be a critic. Did you know that blood donors in Sweden receive a text when their blood is used? Whoa, wait, what? Yeah, they receive oh, a text cool when their is blood that? is used. So to encourage more young people to donate blood, Sengreska uh, University Hospital in Gothenburg, Sweden, sends a text to donors when their blood has been dispensed to someone in need. A common issue with blood donation, along with other types of charitable donations, is that if the donor doesn't know the recipient, it's harder to convince them that donating is worth it. But with this system, which started in 2012, potential donors in Sweden have proof that their contribution is going to good use. But how cool is that, though, man? Because right? like, you always wonder, it's like, so what are you going to do? With, like, like that's why so many times with churches and especially with nonprofits, they give these giving reports like, look, right. we're actually doing stuff this with is, the money you give on us. This is what we're doing. Right. You're giving blood. It's not just going to some bank in a truck just chilling over there. It's like, or it's going to waste like, or something uh, like yo, that. Yo, bit. Bill's living because of you. Right, right, yeah. Like, how stupid yeah. cool is hey, that? Hey, we just used your blood. Oh, we just used it again. <laughs> Look at that America. That'd be, that's America. cool. That is just so, that technology is so cool. Right, so they've been doing it for the past 10 years. That's, that's cool. 10 years that's they've wild. been doing it, so. You know what's also wild? What's that? Our RTC online community is growing like crazy. It is. Oh, my goodness. at time of recording. On Facebook. And our YouTube, YouTube subscriber. almost at 500. Almost 500. Instagram, we're well over 1,000. Facebook lights. Growing. Well, we're, some, we're somewhere up there. I don't know. Coming up on 300,000 downloads. That is awesome. That's and awesome, your community, though. you guys are absolutely awesome. Now, we, we've been asked a lot of times, hey, can we donate money to help send out Bibles to people? We don't have anything official set up yet. But reach but out to us. Reach out to us, and you can always just... Connect with us. Yeah. We'll tell you how you can be a part of that because so many of you guys already have. In fact, we have a lot of Bibles on our shelf we do. over there. We do. From one listener. Uh, two. 
Two listeners? We got two listeners. Well, the one there. on the left is all one listener. Yes, that one's all on the left. And but then some those are there. other listeners. Yes. So, like, that's wild. But if you don't know how to contact us, you can go to our website, realtalkchristianpodcast.com. All the information is there. You can find us on all the social medias, YouTube. Go there, subscribe, hit the bell notification, and you'll know Ding. when we are on. Yep. And a lot of people have been asking us questions. Hey, have you guys done an episode on this? Have you guys talked about like this type of stuff? You can go to realtalkchristianpodcast.com, hit the search icon, and literally search our entire audio database to see if we've done that specific episode or something kind of like it, what we mentioned in the show notes. Right. So make sure you use that resource wisely. Maybe we'll build a recipe index. We have no clue what's going to happen with Real Talk Christian Podcast, but stay tuned to 2023 to find out, people. Yeah, boy. You like girl. it? Well, guys, happy Thanksgiving. We trust happy you. Enjoy it with your family. Man, it's been another good week, guys. So another good year. Another good year. So hey, until next time. Take it easy.